Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. You have to make a choice. I'm starting with two verses from Galatians chapter 5. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Our conversation is personal and private, but will be worth every moment. Let us put aside the pretense and get real. When you hear the text that we opened with, I know that you see you on one side or the other, the side of the spirit or the side of the flesh. The reality is that there is no common ground between these two, that they do not have any common ground of operation. Each side wants you totally and absolutely. It might appear to be an ego-boosting duel, but nothing could be further from the truth. One is death-oriented and the other is all about life. I would encourage you, if you are listening casually, to stop right now. This one demands your full attention, free of distraction. So if that is not the case, wait until you can afford the time to pay full attention. Let us look at side A, flesh. And we find that listed in Galatians five nineteen to 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I want you to be wise in this conversation. The last line of that text says that if you live by the features of the flesh, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Is that clear? Now let us pedal back to the top. The acts of the flesh are action-based, meaning that if you subscribe to the flesh philosophy, then automatically it is manifest in actions. There is a reason that the flesh side exists, and that is because it gratifies a part of us. That is why it is steeped in action. Even those that are subtle, such as envy or impurity, they cannot exist without action. Of course, when you consider the features of flesh, you realize that some of them appeal to pleasure and interest. Aspects of this category are addictive and compelling. Flesh makes you want to come back for more, more of what it offers, short-term gratification. You know what I'm talking about. Nobody lives 24-7 in drunkenness example. You sober up and go to work or go to school or even go to church. But when the desire for its effect becomes stronger and stronger, you go looking for it because you long for that brand of gratification. The same holds true for any of the others on this list. There is something that we should not miss about the activities or features of the flesh category. You make a decision, you make a choice, you are responsible for it being present in your world. Flesh-related activities start off with an idea. You might think in some instances that this is a harmless idea, that you are in control. But there are times the idea is stronger than other times, and after a while you decide to convert the idea to action. That is when the rubber hits the road and the idea has achieved its goal. An idea is simply that, an idea. But when you act on the idea, you have moved into a real action. You made it happen. The immorality, the envy, the jealousy, any of these is harmless as long as it remains an idea. 
The traditional word for the idea is temptation. And your mama would tell you, do not give in to temptation. Don't let temptation rule your life and lead you to do it. The temptation, that is. It ruins you after a while. It leads to death. Let us go over to the other side. Spirit. And this one is based in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Did you hear that list of aspects of the Spirit? They don't sound exciting, do they? Who wants to be a kind or gentle or faithful person? This list makes for someone becoming a saint, and being a saint is boring, right? Hmm, think again. You will notice that the list of features in this category are evidence-based, which means that you can't hold these things inside. They are expressed in your actions, and actions provide evidence that you are governed by a more powerful and deliberate agent of good, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who introduces these ideas to you, and he only brings good things to your attention. He is the antidote for the atrocities from the other side. Whatever he introduces to you, love, kindness, self-control, any one of these things on this list is a certified good and highly recommended feature to add to your life. Each item from this list is awesome and brings you into real character building and makes you a better person. What I love about this list is that it produces evidence that the one responsible is living with you. There is a secret. You cannot achieve any of these on your own. That is one of the main reasons why the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Whatever he initiates turns out in your favor. But here is the winning ticket. All of them combined is called fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit produces one thing, fruit, and a fruit is recognizable. A fruit cannot be hidden. It is out in full view or you smell it or you can touch it. I'm delighted that what the Spirit produces in me can be seen by all, and that is when I know that I made the right decision. The fruit of the Spirit is pleasing, rich in impact, and represents all good. Now turn off my voice and think about all we have said. Now you realize that you will have to make a choice. I know you're going to choose wisely. Will you let me know if this message has affected you in a positive way by sending an email to friendofclyde at gmail.com?